You're listening to Creative Confidential with Brian Tuck. Brian is a social entrepreneur and attorney who focuses on startup companies, nonprofit organizations, and arts and entertainment law issues. Creative Confidential starts now. There is one truth I've learned in almost 20 years of representing small business owners and artists. The greatest obstacle to progress in starting a creative project or a new business venture is the fear of failure or the fear of non-acceptance by one's peers. Now there's fear and then there's fear. The first kind is healthy, but the second kind is the kind that keeps you up at night and plagues you into paralysis when you're feeling isolated. Here is another way to say this. All fears are not equal. In this mini-episode, I'm joined by psychologist Robert Gordon. We'll talk about the difference between rational and irrational fears, what fear really represents, and how it can be defeated. Robert, thanks for joining us today. It's a pleasure. So, the point of this short episode was to talk about the difference between between different kinds of fears, whether they were rational fears or irrational fears and how they may stop a person from launching a new venture, um, whether it's a creative project, a book or a screenplay or a record that they wanted to record or start a business in any field. It could be a pizza shop or, uh, you know, a food truck or anything like that. And right. it, it, it seems to me that irrational fear tends to be the thing that is the most common enemy of people who are in the startup space. Yeah, the only good point is it cuts down on the competition and the brave to, to <laughs> succeed. But seriously, you know, um, we evolved these different emotions uh, because they had a function. Anxiety is like nature's warning system. Uh, it gives us energy. It makes us vigilant. Um, so with no anxiety, um, we could really get in trouble and not pick up red flags. Too much anxiety immobilizes us. It's like a U-shaped relationship. It's just the right amount that energizes us, um, keeps us vigilant, keeps us cautious and not foolish. Now, what pushes us into the area of this immobilizing anxiety are usually things in our mental life. The problem is that we don't attribute it to our mental life, our unconscious memories or associations. We attribute it to reality. That's what we say, do a reality check. When people start catastrophizing risk-taking, and without risk-taking, there can't be any success in anything, reasonable risk-taking. But when people catastrophize what could happen, they think that, that it is a good prediction of what's likely to happen versus an irrational fear that starts in their head. That's one of the first things a psychologist does is help them make that differentiation. Look, this is starting in your head. And a lot of times, like an analyst myself might even go back to a helicopter mother who was overprotective. And when the child's venturing away, learning to ride a bike for the first time, going off to school, there's that mother that's very anxious in the doorway, shaking, saying, be careful, you're gonna kill yourself, you're gonna poke your eye out. And people don't realize this gets internalized. And a lot of times when people venture out to take risks, 
these unconscious memories aren't experienced as memories, they're experienced as though the risk-taking is really possibly catastrophic. A term you used, just to go back, you said that these things ar arose in someone's mental life. Yes. What exactly does that mean? Most of the brain is operating out of our awareness. We have a movie going on in our head all the time. When you're sleeping, it's called a dream. When you're awake, consciously there are thoughts, but on another level, there's a kind of like a movie, a fantasy, a whole mental life. We know it's going on. That mental life will affect your ambition, your moods, your fears, your desires, everything. And what psychologists do is try to open up that window was most people will attribute it to circumstance external to themselves. And we want to be able to say, you know what? You're overly fearful. This fearfulness comes from things in your temperament, things from your childhood, messages you got, identifying with a fearful parent before you even were cognizant and discerning about their personality. All this is internalized. It's in all our mental life. And the more we become aware that this comes from our internal drama that plays in our head, we could do the reality checking. He says, you know what? Reality is an experiment. If I make a mistake, I can learn from my mistakes. And it's not the end of the world. It seems to me, and I'm by no means an expert, but it would seem to me that having an irrational fear mm -hmm. tends to get compounded by isolation. In in other words, when when somebody works in a company, they've got, you know, they're one of a hundred employees. There's a big structure around them. There's an accounting department. There's management over them, and there's some kind of perceived safety net around them. Whether and whether that's an illusion or real, we could probably do that on another one, uh, another episode. But when you are contemplating starting a small business, for example, you you know, you take yourself out of that perceived uh, structure and you you now feel to some extent you're on an island, perhaps, um, if you don't have good people around you to kind of counsel you and, you know, show you the way forward. Um, do you think, am I right in thinking that or do you think? No, you're totally right. I mean, that's what we psychologists refer to reality checks. You got to be really careful because some people go online they go to these online communities, and you don't know what kind of nut jobs are there. You really want to go to a professional. Now, I often joke as a psychologist who has many, many years of training, um, a lot of people will talk to their hairdresser or their bartender before me and get all kinds of advice. I'm saying, you know, just a couple sessions with a psychologist. I'll say, check with your attorney, check with your accountant, uh, check with uh, an expert in the field. Check with people who are successful in the field. Don't just check with your neighbor over a beer. It's very important that you do reality check with the experts. Well, I think there's a lot that we need to talk about in, in future episodes. I, uh, this has really been extremely helpful, and um, I can't thank you enough for taking some time out of your evening to, uh, to, to talk to us today. Um, My pleasure. So in the show notes in today's episode, we will have links uh, to Dr. Gordon's practice, to his website. If you're curious and want to know more, uh, he's definitely uh, definitely the, the go-to 
go to a therapist on, on, on these kinds of issues. And I do expect uh, we'll have some more content uh, coming up in the future. So, uh, so Dr. Gordon, thank you very much. Thank you. It's been fun, Brian. Take care. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Creative Confidential. To get future episodes, subscribe on iTunes or follow us on SoundCloud or Stitcher or visit us on the web at creativeconfidential.net.